journey in the book of Acts this morning, and the passage of text that we have doesn't really help us if we are not all perfect readers of the Bible and know the entire 10th chapter of Acts by heart. I know I didn't, I don't know the entire chapter, the 10th chapter of Acts by heart until this weekend, but um, I'm going to give you a little bit of background because the text doesn't really help us if you don't know the background. So the 10th chapter of Acts is about Cornelius, and Cornelius is a Roman, and he is a Gentile, and he is a God-believer and a God-fearer, but he's not prescribed to the Jewish tradition. He is not Jewish himself. He just believes in God. And so through his journey and understanding, he has a vision and is the Holy Spirit really is working in him and calling to him to do something more with his life. And so Cornelius sends his people, his entourage, to go find Peter and have Peter come back to Cornelius' house. Now, the thing about all of this is, is that Jews and Gentiles don't play in the same sandbox. They don't go to one another's houses. They don't socialize. They don't mix. There's very strict boundaries and rules on how one must interact with the other. And so we see this beginning to take shape and form. And you see Peter, in the midst of all of this that is happening inside of Cornelius, Peter himself is transfixed in prayer and has visions. And so when Cornelius' people come to him, he not only gets up and goes, but he goes without haste. He goes immediately. And that is something profound. Because like I said, there are these boundaries. And so what is happening is, is that the Holy Spirit is breaking down boundaries right in the midst of all that is happening. So even though Peter knows in the back of his mind, I shouldn't enter the house of a Gentile, he is compelled to go by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so where our passage of scripture picks up today is that Peter has met Cornelius, he's gone to the house, and he starts to tell him all about Jesus Christ. He starts to tell him all about the wonderful things that happen when you are a Christ believer and a Christ follower. And so while he's talking and he's telling the story, Peter can see the Holy Spirit come and descend upon Cornelius and all of his friends and his family and everybody that is in his house. What does that sound like? Sounds like Pentecost. So it's a, it's a little Pentecost before we get to the really big one, which we'll ce celebrate in a couple weeks. But it's this little Pentecost where the Holy Spirit comes down upon these people and fills them up and inspires them and enlightens them. And it is at that moment where Peter says, how can the waters of baptism be denied to these people? So last week's reading about the Ethiopian eunuch, he too saw waters and was called to baptism. And now here's Cornelius, 
and his family and all of his friends, everyone that was in his house, they too are being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and become Christ followers, disciples. So it's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story of how the Holy Spirit works and moves within us and within other people. For me, I'm a little jealous of Cornelius and maybe jealous of some of you out there. I am born and raised in the Episcopal Church. From my very beginning, I was baptized in the Episcopal Church at three months old. I've gone to no other church, no other denomination in my entire life. I've always known this to be my spiritual home. But there are some people who find Jesus later in life, whether they're a teenager or a young adult or an older adult, but have that moment in time like Cornelius where the Holy Spirit has truly come and been a part of their life. And their life is changed and transformed forever. And they can, they can hit that moment. For me, I don't really have that moment. I know it's always been a part of me. But to have that moment and know is profound. And so we see this happen for Cornelius. And we see this happen for all that are there with him. But the even more powerful, powerful part of all of this message is that Jesus is for all. And that the boundaries and the things that might, we might think separate us really do not separate us. And that the Holy Spirit is working to break those barriers down so that we can be one. That we can union with one another to do Christ's work in this world. We work so hard from the earliest time in our life to be separated, to be individual, to find our path and way. I was thinking even about when we go to college and do sorority and fraternity things, we, we're, we find ways to separate us and put boundaries around us and do all of these things. And yet it is Christ who keeps calling us back together into community. Back to who we are as God's people, the body. And so to think about Cornelius and his friends, to think about the profound and miraculous stuff that was happening that day, that Jews and Gentiles and uncircumcised people would be all together. That they would not worry about whether the food was clean or unclean. But that they would come together as Christ bearers and Christ followers. And to think about beyond the other. That the Holy Spirit is always working in us. We might not always feel it, we might not always know it, the Holy Spirit is working in us and through us. And our faith and our action perhaps will do something to have the Holy Spirit move and work in someone else. It happened for the church back then, and that's how the church grew. 
People showed their faith in word and action by coming together, telling their stories, and sharing the message of Jesus. And that holds true 2,000 plus years later. If we come together and show people our faith in word and action and tell our story, well then, this place will grow too. Our lives will be changed and perhaps someone else will be called by the waters of baptism and become a Christ follower themselves. Know that the Holy Spirit continues to work through us so that boundaries and barriers that cause obstacles in our life will be brought down so that we can truly be the community God that has called us to be, one with another, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Amen.